where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, and next Sunday is Christmas Eve, and it is quickly approaching. For those who have been with us for any or all of the first three Sundays of Advent, you will recall that we began with God's stroke of genius, a stroke of genius where God's great idea of coming in and through communication, through the word, through a way of being in dynamic relationship and engagement with God's creation. The second Sunday, we looked at a stroke in time, recognizing that regardless of how Jesus was conceived, Jesus was conceived in a moment of time, and things forever changed thereafter. And then last week, we looked at a stroke of good luck, recognizing how Joseph hung in with Mary, even through very embarrassing and awkward circumstances. And then, the stroke of good luck that they had through being warned to get off to Egypt before all the male babies were killed. And today, we are looking at a stroke of bad luck. Now, if you're watch, looking at your watch, and you think David's going to preach a normal 20 to 25-minute sermon, you're thinking, this is kind of a stroke of bad luck. <laughs> Not to worry, I knew we were going to have special music today, so you won't be um, having that bad luck today. A woman landed in the hospital after a serious car crash in which her husband, in the seat next to her, escaped without a scratch. The next day, they were chatting, and she said, I've been thinking, Jerry, about all the things we've been through together, through thick and thin. You were with me when I lost my job ten years ago, and you were right there when I suffered a heart attack eight years ago. You were right there when the police questioned me for over an hour when they thought that I was someone else. And you were there when I got back from the plane wreck, hobbling around on crutches. And now here you are again. My back is all messed up and my face is all bruised and I'm sore all over. And you know something, Jerry? You're just bad luck. <laughs> A stroke of bad luck. We've all had those moments. Last week I mentioned about driving to the airport and catching green lights all the way to the airport. Well, sure enough, this past week I was driving and uh, I was in a hurry, as is often the case, and there was this really slow white van in front of me. And at the first opportunity I got around him and kept racing to the next stoplight or stop sign. Ten minutes later, I'm sitting at a stoplight, and up pulls that van right behind me. <laughs> well, we say it's luck, but and that's what's used in our culture. But uh, And often someone will say, so-and-so is down on her luck. Mary and Joseph had this embarrassing situation, and... They were put through some hassle and inconvenience. We don't know at all what they went through. And then, then they went to Bethlehem to be registered. And I can only imagine that Mary, being very pregnant and having endured a lot of um, 
well, what communities can do to somebody who's uh, not living up to the norms of society, being pregnant out of wedlock. They looked forward to this trip to Bethlehem, perhaps because in Bethlehem there was anonymity. But as we've all heard at least 167 times before, there was no room in the inn. A stroke of bad luck, you might say. Mary and Joseph were down on their luck. They had to go to a cow stall and there bring forth this communication of God because no one would give way. A sermon was preached many years ago in which this was stated, Where are we if God lets himself be laid as a refugee child in the manger and be nailed to the cross and laid away in the grave? One thing is certain, everything is changed. There are no longer any holes without light in which human beings can go to pieces, for we are no longer alone and dependent on ourselves. Even in the worst loneliness, there is one who takes a place beside us and is there with possibilities quite beyond description, that God in Christ so humbly was there in that stall means that God shies away from no place. God goes into every night and into every poverty, and no place is dark or distant that he cannot find it. A stroke of bad luck, perhaps, but God was there. It was not a likely place for the Messiah of the world to be born, a smelly old stable. You see, God comes to us as things in things as they are, not rearranged, wished-for facts. No room for him. We grieve that it was so. And then we go busy upon our way with no more courtesy than they who turned our Lord away. Our rooms are full. There is so much to do, each day so new. I wonder if the Lord of all is sad we grant him space so small, less than a manger stall. God comes to the worst of situations. God can come into a no-win situation and make something out of it. Last week, it seemed to be good luck for the Holy Family to be able to escape to Egypt. But have you ever thought about all the other families that were there in and around Bethlehem who lost their son under two? The wailing and the lamentation, the sadness, the unspeakable pain that parents feel when their children are taken from them at such a young age. That was surely a stroke of bad luck, of horrible atrocity. And what about children dying today? It happens everywhere. Mortality rates are higher than they should be in many of the developed countries of the world. Venezuela is struck with malnutrition in a very wealthy country. Not to mention Africa, for which part of our Christmas offering is going for, and the, the vast starvation and malnutrition there. A stroke of bad luck, perhaps, 
We don't like to think of suffering at this time of the year. We want to think of joy and Christmas carols and lights. But God cares. And God is looking upon our world. And where do you suppose God comes today to those who suffer? In your flesh, distress, anxiety, temptation, and all your sin, he is born. Christ is born bringing presence, forgiveness, healing, and love. So when you feel you're down on your luck, and believe me, I've complained about some pretty small things, remember God's coming amidst a painful world into less than ideal circumstances. Friends, God in Jesus has been there and done that. And so I want to close with Robert Raines, poet and theologian, when he wrote, Christmas is coming, and there are so many lonely people, soldiers lonely for home, people lonely for peace, refugees, prisoners, the starving and outsiders, lonely for food and power, We are lonely, Lord, lonely for loved ones whose chair at the table is empty this Christmas, lonely for children who have grown up and gone away, and for those who haven't yet really led us into their lives. You know what it is to be lonely, Lord. They're in a manger, no room in the inn. They're on the road, no place to lay your head. They're on a cross, no one to save you. Oh, let us lonely ones find one another again. A stroke of bad luck? God comes. The Christmas spirit is that hope is that hope which tenaciously clings to the hearts of the faithful and announces in the face of any Herod the world can produce and all the indoors slammed in our faces and all the dark nights of the souls that with God all things are still possible that even now, unto us, a child is to be born. Amen.